Hey, it's Alan Berg. Before we get into this episode, thanks so much to those of you that responded to the survey about Wedding MBA and which events you'd like me to do before the conference starts. Thanks to you, we're doing two workshops, Monday afternoon and Tuesday morning, so you won't miss any part of Wedding MBA. Go to podcast.allenberg.com and you can click the button there to get your tickets. There's only 25 seats per session and with 5,000 people coming to Wedding MBA, you want to get your tickets soon. And if you didn't get your tickets to Wedding MBA, use the coupon code Allen, my name, A-L-A-N, at WeddingMBA.com and save $20 off of your tickets. Hope to see you there soon. Thanks. Clubhouse, another social app. Do we really need another social app? And I've been on it. I've been off it. I don't know what to do with it. But my next guest knows more about this than I do. And you're going to want to hear this. Welcome to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Berg, speaker, author, sales trainer, website reviewer, here to help you and your wedding and event business sell more, profit more, and have more fun doing it. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another dialogue episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I am so glad to have a friend on, Brandy Gar. Brandy, how you doing? Oh my gosh, Alan, I am great and I cannot wait to talk about this topic. This is going to be fun today. So Clubhouse, for those people that don't know, uh, give them the elevator pitch. Yeah. So Clubhouse is basically like live podcasting. So it's an audio only app, which is great because you don't have to do your hair, makeup. You just come on like you are in your jammies or however you are. And it's really, really great if you love podcasting. And I don't know if you've ever been listening to a podcast and you think, oh, I wish I could ask a question just to clarify what they were talking about. Well, on Clubhouse, you can. You can raise your hand. You can come up on stage. You can interact with the host or with other people in the room. And it's just a really interactive platform that's audio only. So I think that there's a lot of barriers that are broken down. Uh, Now, it was originally only on iPhone. Is it still? (laughs) It's not. So it's open to everybody and it's actually not even invite only anymore. So anyone can get on as of the time of this recording. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, when it first started, it was iPhone only. You had Mm -hmm. to be invited on. They kind of work the bugs out and all that kind of stuff. You can schedule these uh, rooms, uh, Mm -hmm. clubs, rooms. Well, there's clubs and there's rooms, right? There's both. So yeah. So for instance, I have a club, right? Alan was part of it. We, We have recently just restructured that, but It was called The Morning Show for Wedding Pros, and it's a club. So your club is kind of like your podcast title, right? So that's what your club is. And then your rooms are kind of like the episodes within those podcasts. So if you're listening to this, you likely understand how podcasts work. That's why I'm kind of trying to make it work with that. So your rooms are those each of those episodes almost. Now, the downside and what makes it most different is that they're not recorded. And it's actually very much against the policy of Clubhouse, unless you do all these special things to record your rooms. And so it's meant to be live. So the downside is that it's not recorded and you can't really use it for future. So, right. And that was the thing that kept me off it in the beginning. Yep. Uh, the thing I liked about podcasting, the idea of it. it, And I started my podcast right about the time you asked me to come on the morning show for Wedding (laughs) Pros and do rooms. The thing I like about the podcast is I can record whenever we're recording now. It it happens to be on a Monday. And this is going to come out at some point. It'll actually come out on a Monday because that's when I release my dialogues. Uh But we don't know which Monday. It might not, you know, it's not. So 
the issue I had with Clubhouse in the beginning was invitation only, so your audience might be smaller. Um, with podcasting, I used to go on other people's podcasts only. I didn't have my own podcast until right. this year. And I did that to get in front of their audience. Mm -hmm. And people invited me to come on Clubhouse. And I'm like, okay, what is this? Let me come on and let me see. But they had an audience. So when I was on the morning show of Wedding Pros with you, mm -hmm. you had an audience. And right. I've been on other wedding-related ones there, and they have an audience. Yeah. Um, and, and the one thing I like about it is, unlike with the podcast, you can see who's listening. <laughs> they're, right. They're there. Because they're in true. the room. That is so true. It's, so when I give a live presentation, it's not recorded necessarily. There are people in the room. I can see their faces here. I can see yeah. their little tiny pictures, right? So yeah. I can see their faces there. And you could, I guess, theoretically in a live presentation, I could invite somebody, hey, come up here or raise your hand if you have a question. Right. So it, yes. it's, it's, it's similar to that. So what made you start the wedding show for morning, the morning show for wedding pros? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and when did you do that? You know, it's so interesting how it kind of all started. So I kept hearing rumblings about Clubhouse last fall. So we're recording this in summer. August of 2021. <laughs> yes, yeah, summer. So I started hearing rumblings about it fall of 2020. And, you know, my husband came home one day during Christmas break, probably a couple of days before Christmas. And he said, um, have you heard about this app Clubhouse? And simply because I knew I wanted my own name as my user handle and people kept talking about how people's names were getting taken, I had gone on a couple of weeks before and just grabbed my name, but I was too busy to deal with it. I was like, I don't have time for this chaos. Like, you know, you know how you do. And so he came home and he said, I think this is going to be a big deal. Like, I think we need to figure it out. So he's also my business partner. So we sat down that night, grabbed a glass of wine, and we kind of just started playing around with the app and understanding what people were doing and listening to rooms. And the next day I said, you know what? I'm going to host a room. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't really know what I'm going to talk about, <laughs> but I already did have a podcast and I used to go live every single day on Facebook last year for seven months. I went live every single day on Facebook to our wedding community. And it got tiresome because I always had to be hair and makeup ready. And it was just a lot in my day. Right. So I said to my husband, I think this could be a thing for us where I can still go live, but it's not as exhausting. You know, I can just kind of come on as I am. And so I did, I started a room and I had over a hundred people in it. I, I don't even know. And we just kind of started chatting about like, you know, business, like, where are you in your business? What are you hoping to learn from this app? And I was addicted, you know, if, like you said, Alan, when you're doing a live presentation and you can see the faces and you can kind of see the light clicking for people and you, you know, that they're getting something out of it. Clubhouse was that addiction where it's like, you can talk to people and you can hear them say, Oh my gosh, that, that just was the light I needed. That was what I needed to move forward. And so it kind of became addicting for me. So we decided I was going to start going live every day again, um, but in clubhouse. And so I did it on my own for six months. So I did it from December through, well, five months through May 1st. Um, I did it five days a week, every single day for an hour at 10 a.m. Wow. Eastern. And I would bring different educational professionals like you on. And gosh, we had so many people that would come on and we would just throw a topic on the table and let people interact. And, you know, especially in the beginning, gosh, we had three, 400 people in some of the rooms. Like it was crazy, but it was 
Clubhouse was smart. I mean, they tried to launch this a couple of years ago. They relaunched it when everyone needed connection. Right. And in the fall of 2020, beginning of 2021, everyone was like, how are we reopening? How, how is my business going to make it? You know, what do I need to do? And so it was just a real connection point for people. So for me, I say, I tell everyone, it was a huge catalyst for my business. Um, I met other educators I never would have met before. I'm, I have close friendships with other educators that we kind of found each other through Clubhouse. I've met so many of my students on Clubhouse because they found me and they just found it to be very authentic. And they were like, I need to do more with you. I need to understand more. So right. I loved it. That's kind of how I started on it. And you're still doing your podcast. Always. Yes. I, I'm a podcast junkie. So I love my podcast. Yes. How often does your podcast come out? It comes out every single week on Tuesdays. And the name of it is? The name of my podcast is the She Who Dares podcast. And um, we talk all about scaling a sustainable wedding business. So very much focused towards the business of your wedding business. And one of the uh, things I'm doing with my podcast is there are different series. Yes. You on, on video, I have air quotes series. <laughs> and, and one of them is on scaling businesses up and down. Yep. So talking about right-sizing businesses, I have another one That's on niching, huge. another one on niching, and another one on the pivoting. People who pivoted into the business, out of the business, within the business, whatever. Okay, so yep. let's get back to Clubhouse here. Okay. I got onto Clubhouse. I was on your uh, in yep. your room. I was in other rooms. And again, I saw lots and lots of people. And I and then I would get notifications of people <laughs> that I was following that were starting rooms. Yeah. And I'm getting notifications, notifications. And I noticed there were some people that were just all day. Oh, all, all day. day. Yes. Morning, they're on one. Night, evening, they're on one. 11 o'clock <laughs> at night, they're getting on one. And I remember messaging someone, wishing them a happy birthday. And I said to her, you know, hey, I see you're, you're all over that. Like, do you have time to do other stuff? Right. And this is the thing that prompted me to want to bring you on now. Because when we were kind of sequestered, yeah. you had time to do this. Mm-hmm. I've noticed the number of people in rooms has gone down. Have you noticed that? Correct. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Because weddings started up again, wedding yep. season kicked in again. Um, and, you know, certain parts of the country, like you're in Florida, I'm in New yep. Jersey. So we're in two different worlds, <laughs> uh, completely different worlds. I have clients yep. in Texas, different world. I have clients in California, different world than you, similar to me, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, but we're in wedding season. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking with all these people in March of this year that yep. were on at morning, noon, and night. What are you going to do when your weddings kick in? Like, what are you going to do then? And they're not yeah. on there now, they're, you know, like occasionally now. Right. Yeah. And even, you know, I, it's funny because I, I mean, I went all in, like I did the morning show every single day and I will say rarely was I on in the afternoon because I was like, I'm on here every single morning. Like I got to come up with a topic every morning. I can't <laughs> be on in the afternoons unless I was on someone else's show, which right. was great. I love being a guest. Um, so I definitely went all in when I had the time and when other people were there, but you know, you and I've talked about this. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of putting the most of your effort where the most of the return is. And so, you know, with as many social media apps as we have, you have to understand which ones bring you a return and which ones don't. And for me, when I used Clubhouse all in, it was because it was returning all in back. Like it was, I mean, the number of people that I was able to impact and that I was able to connect with, I don't think I would have ever gotten from any other platform. It broke down so many barriers to even just educators I've always wanted to talk to 
I've been invited to speak at Wedding MBA this year because of Clubhouse. Right. Things that I've wanted to do for a really long time that never really kind of worked out or you just couldn't break down that barrier. Then all of a sudden these doors were open because Clubhouse became this place where people could be really real. And I think a lot of that was because there wasn't the video aspect. So you could be so real, yeah. you know, and, and but it's nobody not could anonymous. Really judge you. It's, it's not, not anonymous, anonymous. No. But not being on video is different than somebody seeing your face and if, you seeing their face. <laughs> correct. And to be honest, a lot of times if I did have to get on in the evening, either as a guest or somebody would ask if I would come and just kind of interject here and there, I would usually be making dinner and I'd be muted until someone asked me a question, you know? So right. I feel like you were able to still go on with life. You could be taking a walk or exercising if you were just listening. And so I think that there was a lot of value in that part of it, but I do think that it has waned quite a bit. And so now I think it's really important if you're going to use it, let's say if you are not a speaker or an educator, maybe like Alan and I are talking about using it, that you really find value in the education that's there. Cause there's some incredible education that's over there. Right. You know, I think it's important to maybe go into clubhouse on Sunday night or a Monday morning and take a quick glance at the people you follow or that you really enjoy listening to and see when they have rooms scheduled. And then there's a button you can click on their room that says add to my calendar. And you can add that right to your calendar right there. It'll put the link in your calendar and make that a part of your week. But otherwise I think your notifications should be off because it can be very, very distracting, right? Where you see a friend on, Yep. Or you see a topic nice. and you're like, oh, I should join that. And then all of a sudden your day is gone. Right. So I think it, I think it has a lot of value. I'm, I definitely still think there's an incredible amount of value being given over there. I just think that it's, you know, you're not going to get the biggest numbers anymore over there, but there's some incredible educators still doing rooms. And I think they will figure out how to keep it being a sustainable piece of business. And I wonder outside the wedding industry, mm -hmm. uh, I don't, they don't have that seasonality that we do. Correct. Yeah. They also were affected in different ways by the pandemic. So mm -hmm. is their audience going to still be there because their audience was doing what they were doing anyway? So we're right. living in this microcosm of the wedding and event industry where mm -hmm. now all of a sudden people, they got stuff to do, you know, they, yeah. they, they're yeah. not sitting around trying to figure out what to do. And this was the thing with Clubhouse. When it first came out, my first thought I did exactly like you did. Go grab mm -hmm. at Allenberg because I don't want anybody to have it. Yep. I'm at Allenberg on everything except <laughs> Facebook because I'm Allenberg number one. I, I just, I wasn't quick enough there. Uh, <laughs> so frustrating, right? But I had Google Plus when it was, I, I grabbed everyone that there, there yeah. was. And I'm thinking, oh gosh, do I need another one here? <laughs> and the big downside to me was the fact that it was live. The fact yes. that it had to be done at that time. Yep. Uh, a podcast, I listen to podcasts. Uh, I can listen whenever I want. Mm -hmm. I did my podcasts. Uh, these are longer. These interviews are longer, but my yep. regular ones are 10 minutes. And people tell me they love that nugget because if they have more time, they can do more than one. Yep. And if they don't have a lot of time, they can listen to the whole thing and they're done. I agree and with you. So again, I was coming on there, but now I'm thinking... When we get to the end of wedding season, will people turn their attention back to Clubhouse or will their attention already be elsewhere like it might have been before? What, what do you think? You know, I, I, think, I think it's twofold. So Instagram and Pinterest, right? Those are going to be the biggest places that most wedding professionals are hanging out because that's where our clients are. Right. But what I feel like when I say that Clubhouse was almost this safe space where you could be real... 
one of the things I said a lot when people asked me about Clubhouse was, I hope our brides never make it over here. And, and I say that in a way that's like, it's almost like, like this secret room where we can all be real and you can come over there and learn and talk and network about your business instead of having to constantly be like, what are my clients going to think about this? What Because on Instagram, you should be considering that your clients are going to see what you post. So you shouldn't be posting things like, oh my gosh, I'm in the weeds. I don't know how I'm going to survive. You know, you shouldn't be posting that because your clients, no. that's not warm and fuzzy. <laughs> no, 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 but no. They don't want to hear that. They don't. And no, but over on Clubhouse, you can be more real because you're among your peers and you can almost share best practices. It's a place where you can be built up and be built into and um, kind of kind of be just more authentic as a business owner. And so for me, I do feel like it's a great place to do that and where maybe wedding pros will start hanging out again in off season. Um, so I love that about it. One of the other things I think that's still incredibly valuable is you kind of touched on this, Alan, is other industries. So one of the things that's really, uh, you know, like if you go to a conference, you have to spend money to go to that conference, right? So you're likely only really going to conferences in your industry because you you need to put your money where you're going to learn the most about your industry. Well, the cool thing about Clubhouse is that if you want to learn about how to do Facebook ads or how to write a book or whatever else you want to learn about business, you can just jump into other rooms in other industries. So I did a lot of that. I would educate more in the wedding industry, but I would be a learner in a lot of the other industries, um, business, um, social media, funnels, you know, things like that. So to me, that's what I was getting to learn about. And I was getting access to some of these incredible educators. So I think that's really cool. I would never go to a conference about those kind of things. I don't think, but I loved that I had access to the education. So I still think there's an incredible amount of value over there. Um, I think what's really important too, is that people are as smart as they can be. So for instance, as an educator, I had to get the most return on my time over there. Like you said, it's not record. You know, we talked about it's not recorded, so you can't reuse it. And so to me, I thought I've got sometimes hundreds of people in these rooms. How can I maximize my ability to, you know, get a return on my time? Um, Because that's free education. And so what we started doing was we started doing Clubhouse show notes, which was a huge part of my rooms. I actually learned about it from social media examiner during, in one of their rooms. And they said, you know, offer free note-taking. A lot of people are either exercising or they're dealing with other things while they're listening. And so they're not taking notes. And so if you take the notes for them and then allow them to opt into your email list to be able to get the notes, um, we added over a thousand people over five months to my email list. from being able to download the notes from my rooms and any rooms I was a guest in, we also offered the notes and my husband would actually do it, which was time consuming. So so Ira would do the notes. So it wasn't the transcript. No, no, no. It wasn't a transcript because we could technically that was kind of against the rules. Um, It was us taking notes, um, kind of like an outline and any links that we mentioned in the show, any educators or whatever we would put there. And we kept them all in a Google Drive. So if you opted in once, you would get access to the whole database of all the notes Got forever. It. Got it. So yeah, so we added a ton of people. So for us, that was a great ROI. You know, for any educator, building your email list is like your gold, right? right? Um, sure. So that was a really great option for us. Okay. So, and again, 
any social platform. First of all, if it's social media, it's called social media because there's an interaction. If it's just a monologue, just you talking, that's not social, right? (laughs) That's just you talking. So the, again, the nice thing about it versus what we're doing here right now, you and I are being social. Everybody else is listening. We thank you very much for doing that. Uh, And if you have a question, they can reach out to either of us because it'll be in the show notes and all that stuff, but it's not real time. You're you're missing out on that real time thing there. So I've had people emailing because I say at the end of every episode, if you have any suggestions of topics, if you have any questions and people do that and that's great. Yeah. I put all, I put my transcripts uh, on my blog. So on my website, there's a link and and it's a actual transcript of everything we're saying here now, including any links, including all those things there. But again, it's not real time. So Clubhouse gave you the real time, but real time mm-hmm. means real time. And what I you when you asked yeah. me to do it, uh, I said, Brandy, it's Monday mornings <laughs> and it's 10 a.m. Eastern time, which is 7 a.m. on the West Coast. Yep. It's now 3 p.m. in the UK. Mm-hmm. The last room I did, I actually had a woman from Bangalore, India, a photographer from Bangalore, India, which was really funny because I've actually spoken at a wedding photographer's conference in Bangalore, India. Oh, my gosh. And, and she wasn't there. She, she knew about it. She <laughs> right. knew about it, but she was off shooting a wedding. I'm like, okay, so the only time I've been to your city, halfway around the world, and you, right. aren't, and you aren't there. But but the world gets smaller there. She yes. could ask me a question in real time. Yes. I invited her up and we were talking about stuff. And that's what I love about the live. But for me, it was always like, well, 10 a.m. Eastern time is not a good time because of the time zones. Yeah. But three in the afternoon is not a good time because I got stuff to do. Right. Right. (laughs) And that was my thing is I was like, I'd love to change the time because I did have a lot of West Coast people that would say it's 7 a.m. my time. And I'm like, I I have to get on with my day. Like I can't, you know, already for me, it was like, you know, I'd get my kids off to school and then, then I get right on and then I wasn't done till 11. And by the time we kind of, I would always ask people to DM me if they had questions and they were afraid to come on stage. So by the time I finished with clubhouse answering DMS and all the things, it was like 1130, 1145 every single day. And right. I was just like, I'm starting work at noon. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. a lot. So it had to be worth the return. And as it, you know, like we talked about, you know, it just slowly started to dwindle as the world was reopening and weddings were coming back and people right. are busy and for me, I felt like the return wasn't quite there anymore for a daily show. And that's when I started asking my guests, because we turned it into a guest hosted show in May. Right, right. And you were one of my guest hosts, which was amazing. And I really wanted to open it up to be more educators than just myself. And um, and and I think it was great. I think the concept is great. I just think people are busy. Right. And I, I saw the attendance go down. Like yes. we started May, right in May. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's right when weddings are starting. And I saw the attendance going down. And yeah. again, if I had, you know, if I only had, let's say 25 people in there, sure. there are 25 people who wanted to hear yes, and people who wanted to ask questions and some yeah. people will never raise their hand to want to ask a question. <laughs> yeah. So really what it comes down to with any social platform is what is your return? Now your return yeah. could be the education. 100%. Your return is the connections. Mm-hmm. Your return. Now I saw some people who I privately said to them, you know, are you worried about being overexposed? These people yeah. that were on morning, noon and night. Yeah. Um, Besides the fact that I could never even think about doing that. But like you said, you kind of get sucked in. It's like, I'm listening to this. Oh, there's a good one. Oh, there's a good one. There's (laughs) a good one. Um, Same with podcasts, same with Facebook Lives and all that. And I've tried to resist and just choose my channels and choose what I want to do. The podcast for me has been great because we can do this Mm -hmm. when we're doing it now. And people can listen whenever they want to listen to that. Yes. So, uh, So we don't get 
too much off topic. Let's let's wrap this up here. So Clubhouse took its rise in the wedding industry, has taken its dip in the wedding industry. Mm-hmm. Do we think, do you think, you know, comes December that we're going to start to see it again and then we'll have a little hump rise there and then maybe next April or whatever, it'll start to fall again. What do you think? I do. I, I do think we're going to. I think Clubhouse is feeling across all industries. I think they're feeling the dip. You know, people are just back to life. People are being called back to offices. They're feeling the dip. And so I think they're going to figure out a way to make it more attractive again for people to jump into the app. So I do think that that's coming. Um, You know, I would say it's broken down so many barriers too in terms of if there's a relationship you want to build, I think put some effort into it. Like you said, Alan, with any social platform, you have to know what your return is. So let's say, for instance, you've always wanted to, I don't know, be on Alan's podcast, right? Like, and you, and you're an educator, a great thing to do would be to get into one of Alan's rooms in clubhouse, ask questions, interact, you know, make a relationship. That's, that was probably the biggest benefit to me Uh, other than having, you know, being able to add so many people to my email list or connect with different students. For me, it was opening up doors to so, so many people that I've always wanted to make a relationship with. So I've even just recently heard Amy Porterfield. I don't know if any of you guys listen to her, but she's a great educator for coaches and educators. She just had someone on her podcast that came into one of her clubhouse rooms and she was so smitten by his education, but also his energy and the way that he spoke to people. And she was like, I have to have you on my podcast. Okay. That was like a life goal for him was to be on her podcast. And so they met through clubhouse. So It's really, if you put the effort there and that's what he did, he said, I kept showing up in her rooms. I kept coming on stage and then she noticed me and asked me to be on her podcast. So I think that there's a lot of value in it if you use it correctly. And then what he did though, is he added value to her podcast. Yes, exactly. It wasn't a look at me and too many people do the look at me. You get noticed because you add the value. When you do the look at me, people look away. For 100%. Alan, I'm so glad you touched on that because it's all about what can I do for this other person? You know, he kept adding value to her rooms. He was adding value to her. He wasn't saying, can I be on your podcast? Can I be on your podcast? He was adding the value exactly like you said. And that's, that's what we should be doing all the time, right? <laughs> well, we, time. we we should, that, that we is, should. That, that, yeah. that's what we should do. Yes. Um, and then again, it's the connection. I, yeah. my last episode, I actually invited somebody to be co-host with me who has added value to me on social media, who came to one of my workshops. And, and I said, listen, you're in Miami. I'm going to be in Miami. I'm going to do it live from there. Do you want to join yeah. me? He's like, you want me to join you? He's like, what do I do? What do I prepare? I said, we're just going to talk. <laughs> That's we're, it. We're just going to talk. This is what we do. We're just going to talk. Yeah. And he was, he was just, he wasn't trying to be on. I invited yeah. him on because he had added value to me and to my life and to my yeah. business. So Brandy, uh, we can do this forever. And we I will know. definitely do this again. Or maybe talk about something else. Uh, I will put it into the show notes, but if people want to find out more about you, what would be the best place to go? Yeah, so I love Instagram. I, I am still on Clubhouse, but I'm not there all the time. So the place to find me most often is going to be Instagram. I answer all my own DMs. So I love to answer DMs. So please pop over. I'm at Brandy Gar on Instagram. I'm at Brandy Gar everywhere, but if you want to find me, come over to Instagram, shoot me a DM and tell me you heard me on Alan's podcast, because I would love to know that and feel free to share the episode as well. This was a lot Terrific. of fun. And I will, again, I'll put in the show notes, anything for awesome. people to find out more about you, find out more about your podcast, 
more about the classes and things that you yeah. do. And um, maybe we'll uh, see each other on Clubhouse again soon. Let's do it. All right. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. If you'd like to make a suggestion for a topic or for a guest, you can do that with Ask Me Anything on the button at podcast.allenberg.com. And if you'd like to find out about having me do sales training or speaking for your group or association, and that could possibly be for free, we have some good ideas, contact me at alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode and hearing your suggestions. Thanks.